Hey guys, it's me, Mariposa, and I'm here with a guest star, Franklin Forrest. Hey everybody, it is time to dish, dish. some dirt. Oh yeah, we're dishing some dirt today. So, we had a few topics lined up for this evening. I have it on good old fashioned paper made from what? Trees? What? Crazy. Anyway, <laughs> so. We discussed some things last night about uh, skip the dishes and, you know, everybody goes and orders food from their homes. They lay in their fucking pajamas all day long. Wait, can I swear? Is that illegal? <laughs> it's only illegal if there's too much swearing. <laughs> okay, now we're R-rated, boys. We're R-rated. So, anyways, back on the track. Skip the dishes has been, uh... Gaining lots of sales lately. They've been picking up all throughout the summer and they're gonna be picking up throughout the, the winter as well. Uh, people end up spending about two times as much for their meals at, with Skip the Dishes and on top of that minimum wage gap, I don't think that we're gonna be making that money back anytime soon. They try to give us Skip credits, but we say no more. I think <laughs> that the best way to enjoy your meal is to actually go and use your legsicles to take yourself to the pizza place or McDonald's or whatever you're buying your food from. And you just buy it your damn self. I mean, come on. Like, does it really take that much effort to go to a store? I mean, that's also part of the experience, right? You can't, yeah. you can't just expect things just like that. It's crazy. It'd be like, honestly, if you stay at home and do nothing, do you really feel productive no. when ordering Skip the Dishes? Like, you're spending your money, but is it worth your money? You're also spending more money for them to bring it to you. Exactly. You know? it's, it's so expensive and overpriced, and you're paying for something to, do, to have at home. When you could go out, have an experience, and do whatever you want to do at home after, I you think, know? I think the concept was a good idea. Like, like cutting out that uh, delivery time, calling someone for food. I mean, people have been getting food delivered for ages. But the whole premise of dinner is to enjoy it with others or to actually make it yourself. It's not just some kind of, like, filling yourself up with nutrients and going about your day. You should be able to treat every moment like it's some kind of event, right? Yeah, and also the one thing about Skip the Dishes though that is very annoying is sometimes it's not accurate. Like I know for a fact that like some things get sold out inside of like certain like places and then they have to call you and all this stuff. Like I've been on the other side of Skip the Dishes where I actually make the actual food and <laughs> The noise for Skip the Dishes one is so annoying. <laughs> you know when Skip is coming when you hear that weird, like, jungle noises sound. What? Like, there's this one specific jungle noises sound, and that's how you know it's Skip the Dishes again. And you have to work on it, and it's so annoying because you need but to. But does get... Skip the Dishes actually, like, make it difficult for you to do your job? Well,. Yes, because you have to have it accurately and as quick as you can because if you don't have it as if you don't have the food done as like quick as you can and you don't have it before the courier comes and picks up the food, they actually charge the restaurant. They charge the restaurant. They charge the restaurant. So essentially that you could be a shitty driver and you're on your phone the whole time and you can waste you, you can just arrive early and charge the restaurant for taking too long. Yeah, and especially when the order is wrong, they, instead of the people paying for it, the restaurant has to pay for it. Uh, I mean, like the whole delivery system, it, it's a great, it's a great way to get rid of work, you know, for parents and stuff, because parents get home, they're tired, they don't want to make dinner. It's crazy, so they go on Skip the Dishes and they spend most of their hard-earned money on that. Yeah, and sometimes they order so many things, like, I've seen orders that were a hundred dollars, no joke, from Skip the Dishes, <laughs> and it's, 
a heck ton of food. I don't know who's spending a hundred dollars. But still, on food. in comparison, the amount of food you get on Skip the Dishes is way lower than what you would get in real life in person if you were to go there. Because they put so many fees in between every burger, every fry you get, it it becomes just an an insane mess of charges, and you you don't want to pay for that stuff. But you're still paying for it in Skip the Dishes because you're paying for the GST and all that, which is like 13% from what you're ordering. And then, like, you, you have to pay taxes and then you also have to pay for, like, the delivery. So it's like... And then the tip. Exactly, you have to give them a tip. So it's more expensive in a way, but it's like, it's like a cheaper catering type thing. Well, it's like catering for... for, like much less like you, you, you're getting a very small amount of food for a premium price it's essentially like getting a taxi to your house to take your food home yeah it's the same <laughs> it, you know? i think it's the same rate too isn't it they charge the same amount of money in a taxi to take you home as they would charge the skip the dishes drivers to take your food you know what would be smart though? If you were in, at an actual restaurant, right? And you had no way of getting home, so you order skip the dishes <laughs> from the restaurant <laughs> for them to take you home and the food. I mean, isn't that what Uber Eats is for? Yeah, like... <laughs> haven't seen any of those guys. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Uber Eats is like... It's weird. Because <laughs> it's like... It's like skip the dishes, but like apparently there's more like regulations or something. I'm not sure. But I feel like Uber has their shit together for the most part. I mean, they they have a really good taxi system, reliable uh, reliable drivers that won't rape you in the backseat. And, yeah. You know, it's it's good, but why don't they make Uber Eats into like you get picked up in the car and you go through the drive-through with the Uber driver, like? Come on! Yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Because then you'll actually have the experience of going and getting the food. Why would they even call it Uber Eats if they just deliver the food to you? Why don't they pick you up and take you to the food? Now that is a good idea. Yeah. If they go take you to the food and then... But would you eat it at home or at the restaurant? You eat it with them in the car. <laughs> yeah, you, just, you have a great time with the Uber Eats driver. Yeah, you take selfies, you just vape in the car. It's great. It's, yeah. a, it's a real experience. It's well, a- we're going to move on to the next topic now after we've discussed this ridiculousness for too long. Uh, how about you get this one? Okay. The truth about expensive clothes. You know, expensive clothes are so ugly period like gucci ain't cute it's ugly as hell man like if when you look at it let's be honest here yeah like it's the truth is like they're just kind of ugly and then the colors it's like red green it's christmas colors right but it just it doesn't look good for like everyday like wear together sometimes you know it's it's not it's not nice you know it's like if i wanted to wear full motocross looking gear and go on a, a entire parade i would go to the dressing room of my high school and i would go get all of their costumes and put them on that is fashion i mean y- you see people walking down the runways they have all these wild outfits on and are you really even gonna find use with that in real life <laughs> Yeah, like, expensive clothes are weird, because it's in between the avant-garde and the casualties of clothing, you know? It's it's almost like an art piece that everyone wants to wear, but it's not, like, a nice thing to look at all the time, you know? Like, so, I don't know, some of their things are kind of ugly, like, or even some expensive clothes, like, off-white. They literally are buying, like, Glidden hoodies and just putting their brand on it. I think it's Gildan. Or Gildan, yeah, they're Gildan hoodies. Mariposa pronounces Gildan Glidden, if all you guys want to know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it literally looks like any plain clothes. You're spending, like, what, 
a lot of money for just writing on a shirt. You're essentially like, spending like one to three thousand dollars on something that people can compliment you on. Exactly. You might as well be buying a car or or a, a house. Like these aren't things that we can actually we, we can be proud of. That these clothing options. You, you can't wear a shirt that says Supreme on it and expect that to mean something for your character. Right? People go and they buy thousands of dollars worth of clothes and they neglect the people that really matter in their life. And what? For, for compliments. It's a totally selfish ideology. See, people with... Because when you see people wearing clothes every day, like, their clothes somehow, like, sometimes match, like, who they are and stuff. And if they're wearing all these expensive clothes that they probably can't actually afford and it's probably like, what's it called, off brands that look the same or something, like... I mean, they're pretty much, like, it's the same amount of clout. Like, if you wear those, yeah, if you, if any of you remember, there was a trend with those stripe joggers, right? The zip up at the, at the ankles. And then they had the white and black stripes with the ropes that just hung in between the legs. Everybody wore those, but there was brands like Fear of God that released those pants for over $180. People could go to any store in the mall a couple months later and purchase the same pair of pants for under $35. So this entire trend was created to make one specific company rich and it would benefit all the other companies around it. So, I mean, it, it's kind of confusing to, to to put a lot of pressure on these companies to make good products because they eventually will make a, a quality product that everybody will end up buying. That's they'll, they'll create a wave of sorts. And the thing with trends is the trends come and go. Like, if you see Champion, you could have bought a Champion hoodie for, like, $10 in Walmart, like, a couple of years ago, and now the hoodies are, like, $80, it's, like, it's so expensive. All because for... of mass appeal. Exactly. It's, they do massive production, and then everyone also looks and at the trends and all the photos on Instagram, and then they got, get caught into the loop of sameness. Well, mainly the the problem about expensive clothes is the fact that people can't all afford it. So pushing this personalization of your identity and how you look, you you have so many options and a lot of people go for the most expensive, really good, cool clothes that that'll make them pop out in the crowd, something you can recognize. But in reality, uh, you're, you're spending money where it doesn't matter, and you might as well just go to the thrift store. You can pick something up that's twice as characteristic, and you'll find a lot more passion in, in finding something at a thrift store. Yeah, like, you know, um, thrifting became very trendy recently with a lot of people like Emma Chamberlain, Emma Chamberlain or whatever her name is doing Chamberlain. Like, yeah, going to do thrifting and then <coughs> the girl Enya, she did a lot of thrifting and a lot of people saw those YouTube videos and got they inspired. Were, yeah. And then they really liked their type of fashion, you know, that like kind of laid back but also like I don't know, like very unique type of fashion, you know. And then everyone started doing it, they started going thrifting, and thrifting has now been a trend that people actually do, and they go and take photos of, like, everything that they thrifted and all that stuff, so, like... And people make good money off of thrifting. People can donate clothes to this gigantic building, and instead of forgetting about the clothes, other people come in and they buy them for low amounts of money, they fix them up, and they sell them off. I think that these little clothing markets are better than any of these bigger brands and expensive clothes because overall like you're gonna be spending so much money in your life you you don't want to be spending half of that on 
on nonsense clothes that you'll donate to Value Village in a year, right? Yeah. Like... I have this Gucci shirt. I wore it eight times. <laughs> and it sucks. Why did you buy that? I traded it. I, oh. I went online a couple years ago and I bought this pair of clout goggles, right? Because it yeah. was a huge trend. Everybody loved the clout goggles because Gucci made them and then everybody was wearing them, all the celebrities. So I took initiative going into these really cheap online stores like Wish or AliExpress and I bought dozens of pairs of clout goggles. And at my school, everybody was searching for a source to buy these clout goggles because the mall didn't sell them. You could only buy them online. Nobody wanted to wait. So I bought out the stocks from online and I sold them around my school for about five to six times the price that I bought them online. Wow, and you made a profit. I made a lot of profit. <laughs> that. And that wow. just goes to show the, the little things that you can take advantage of when it comes to clothing. A lot of the companies, they take advantage of trends to capture these teenage minds and, and then they waste the kids' money and use them. There's a lot of problems with, with the clothes being sort of forms of advertisement for the companies as opposed to sort of a personalization thing for the people. The, a lot of brands focus towards company uh, company matters instead of instead of like the individual matters yeah like uh, in fashion I learned that a lot of companies they have like certain things that they make a certain piece and then they sell it for so much money because there's only seven of those kind. Or, and then there's mass production where they just make a shit ton of, like, clothes yeah. over and over again. The cheapest and they, way. Yeah, the cheapest way, and they just sell it. Oh, and then, Some can argue that the littler produced clothing options are, are much better because they're, they're of higher quality. They're not made quickly for a lot of people. It's just made to be a good piece of clothing. And... I, like expensive clothes are bad you, you yeah. can buy an expensive $500 jacket and find good use out of it but what what we're trying to say here is that brands yeah, large brand brands and trends they they will eventually just use you and I mean if you can follow along the trend without diving too deep into the costs then you'll end up actually coming out on top looking fresh as hell with a cool outfit, but not having spent six to $7,000 on it. Yeah, because when you're spending a lot of money on those brand clothings that are like a trend for the certain time, well, it, trends, they come and go. Like fashion always recycles itself and like say they take the little, little bits and pieces from like the olden days and all that stuff, right? So like if you're buying something for such a large amount of money and then you wear it for like say two months and then two like the third month later oh this is like ugly now you know yeah. you just wasted like what a lot of money for for what praise for people or yeah. from people like <laughs> why 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 would do people care so much about you might as well have donated all of that money to charity exactly <laughs> You would have gotten a lot more people help. And, yeah. You know, Bill Gates, he wears a t-shirt and jeans. He doesn't care what he wears. He's rich as all the grains of sand on this planet. <laughs> and he, he can do anything he wants with the money, so he donates it to charity. And going off of uh, big companies... Another topic we've discussed is why advertisements are the biggest dilemma of the century. That meaning, like, we, we're going through YouTube, and you're trying to watch a cool video, you encounter two to three ads right before you watch the video. Unskippable advertisements from whoever. It could have been just some random kid trying to monetize his video, or it could be a gigantic company trying to make a bunch of money off of a useless product. Nonetheless, 
the entertainment we seek is continually being flooded by advertising and unnecessary messages that we don't need to hear. And it's always being targeted towards us, constantly. There, there's no way to actually get rid of the advertisements without manipulating the sites that you're on or putting an ad blocking software, paying for the ads to be destroyed. Like, you, you end up wasting so much time looking at these ads because they capture your attention and they're getting paid for it, for nothing. Exactly. Like a while ago, YouTube had no ads whatsoever. It was a clean, beautiful site. Anything you want. Yeah, and now it's like filled with ads. And say like, the ads also have gotten worse. Like, ads from years ago, like today, were like funny, they had like this weird, they were really like cheesy, but it was really funny in some sort of way. And it would actually capture your attention. And ads nowadays, they're just like, they're so boring, you don't even want to watch it. It's like you don't even want the product that they're trying to sell to you. Like, the ads nowadays actually really suck. I mean, are you really even going to click on the ads? You, Your brain is designed to, like, not pay attention to them. You're, as you go through the internet and you see all these ads, you scroll right past them, paying no mind to them. And the websites are selling these ad spaces expecting the ads to be clicked on and to make the money and to have the product sold but the ads are being placed in such horrible places that it just clutters your screen wastes your time and it has no use to you like i remember a time where i saw ads that actually made me want to buy the things yeah like when i was a kid i would see ads in the newspaper like or the nerf gun ads yeah that were like, the nerf. lego ads yeah. too those are so cool. That stuff really caught you, and it would make you like, wow, what can this product do? Like, what can I, how do I get this? This yeah. is amazing. But instead, we're whitewashed with advertisement trash, as opposed to advertisement Grey Poupon. And it's just sad to see. Yeah, because like, I remember, I'd be like, watching my TV shows as a child and then an ad comes on and I'll be like, Mama, I want that for Christmas. Like, oh my goodness, that looks so cool. Or like, I'd actually look at something and I'll be like, wow, like that's something I want. That's something cool, right? Now everything's just trash. Like, oh, like there's this ad that always plays and it's like about this autocorrect app. Like I already have autocorrect and like, I don't need it to correct my essays and all that like I could do that myself and it's it's false advertising it's not like it's gonna actually aid you in writing your essay like half of these auto filling essay things they don't put anything interesting in like that you you put the settings in to write the essay for you and then it's very low quality you get no no quality out of the ads like if you end up clicking on something you see it's just you have to pay like $40 for it to actually function how it says. Exactly, like everything that's advertised. It's is, false. It's false and too expensive. Like people, if they actually click on it or view it and see it, they'll be like, yeah, I don't need that. It's like too much money. Cause if it's too much money, do you really need it? Like only for certain things like from ads, you know what I mean? Like, yeah it's just too expensive and they're advertising this like amazing thing or so sometimes and then you just don't want it anymore because it's too expensive and you just don't end up getting it yeah it's, like ads are pointless no one gets anything from ads. they're not pointless people need jobs and they've been doing advertising for years they've had advertising since tv started like there's never been a point in time where advertisement has been like like non-existent people need to make money in their base businesses so they pay for advertising spaces on all these websites but really like they they're not doing it in an intelligent way they're doing it in sort of a brash childish annoying way like as if a 13 year old was crowding up your space and asking you to use your phone and stuff like it's it's not the type of advertising that we want to see it's it's not that advertising shouldn't exist. 
because it should we should always be able to see what's new in the world oh yeah but we should never be flustered and annoyed by them exactly <laughs> and then there's those really weird ads that are like oh i saw an avocado growing out of a carrot and <laughs> then it's like all this like fake science stuff that like it's just fake and like not real like uh yeah they so completely weird. fabricate these stories and the only way they're able to get away with it is because they have enough money to pay for the space like there should be a screening process all these things like that there should be way tighter regulations oh yeah definitely i mean people should be able to say what they want but they shouldn't I mean, they shouldn't be able to make vast amounts of money off of random people for uninteresting things, right? Yeah, like, and... Come on, we can be more creative than that. Yeah, Fuck. we can. Like, definitely. <laughs> like, people, oh, they're just, they're boring and they don't, they don't show the good things in the product. They don't give, like, a reasonable price and all that stuff. Like, advertising is so annoying, especially in video games, too. Like... Say you're playing a game on your phone and you die. Advertisement. You go on, you click it. You go on the game. Advertisement. There's always advertisements in games. Yeah. And it overflows it and then you just don't want to play the game anymore. I find the only way I can play games is if I put it on airplane mode. Oh yeah. <laughs> airplane mode always helps like to stop the advertisements. Yeah, it's the only way. I mean, but then I can't text anybody, I can't receive any messages, and if I get sucked into this great game, then I'm probably never gonna see anyone ever again. <laughs> yeah, like, and the thing is, even when you turn off airplane mode, the games that do have advertisements, you need to watch an advertisement to get a prize or something, or to, like, go ahead and, like... Well, that's on the level. video game creator's fault. You, you know, there's this company, Bethesda, They've been making Fallout, which is this really cool, like, post-apocalypse game. Yeah. And they they did it so well. They made these really great stories. They had these amazing games that you pay very little for and get so much out of. They Their marketing has gone downhill so fast. They released three games in the past two years. They used to release games every five years. One game every five years. They released these two games, or three games, and they had microtransactions and advertisements, and you had to pay money for coins in-game, and, and it just completely unbalanced their formula to the extent where there was so much backlash online, nobody got the game anymore. This company is slowly dissolving into the ground after making a name for itself over 30 years. Yeah, because before, I remember everyone would like buy merch and stickers with the fallout boy yeah like, the little the blonde guy yeah you know? the vault boy yeah like and it would be very popular and everyone would be wearing it everyone saw it as a good thing right everyone yeah. thought it was like oh fallout that's an awesome game it's like on, on the same kind of level as minecraft but every game nowadays there's an in-game store and you pay real life money like probably three to four times the price of the game for these coins and they get you nothing in the game and it's it's a dumb idea i can't say anything more nobody thinks it's a good idea not a single soul you're nobody wants to pay 70 dollars for a video game go into the game and realize that the only way you can actually get good at the game is if you pay 70 more dollars for an ammo pack or something. Yeah, like, they they put too much money. Like, it costs too much money to, like, be able to progress in games and, like, pretty much do anything. Like, why, is, why are things so expensive? Because lately, products have been created to take advantage of the customer base, and it's been done so blatantly because they've been doing that same thing for years where they take advantage of consumers for because they're buying the product they they spend money to gain access to this thing and who knows what's on the other side of that paywall right so you yeah. could get all sorts of cool things or you can't but these companies they've been seriously taking advantage of people for a good five years now and people have started to really notice and now luckily 
the people are making a change. They're able to have a say in what is advertised to them. And people are, are striking back against these advertising companies and what they're producing for us. We, we have a say. It's not just radio silence for the rest of the world. We can make a difference if we all actually do something about something. What happened with Fallout is the whole community, they got together and they were like, this isn't right. This isn't cool. We don't want this in our game that we've had for years and gotten used to this system. And it can be related to real life in a lot of ways too. Because, you know, we're, we're being, we're getting used to these things in life and we're just slowly adapting to the new things that are being brought to us. But if, if companies are poisoning how we see these things, we're not gonna like it and we're gonna put an end to it. I mean, in the end, these companies create advertisements and products for us. They were made for the people. They're not made for the company. The company sees it as an opportunity to make money, but it's not. It's an opportunity to better their image in front of the public and <laughs> make the world a better place. Yeah, like and, sometimes they do, they just fail completely. Yeah, <laughs> they, a lot of, they, they try to make a good product, but they put a lot of selfish aspects in it, like microtransactions, and they lose the trust of their customer base. That makes them not want to buy the product. That makes them ignore all future advertising of the product. It makes advertising irrelevant and useless when the product that is being advertised is trash. Exactly. Like, one of the good things about, say, Minecraft, right, is you buy it once. You don't get any advertisements. You can literally just play it. Yeah. Like, and have fun. And there's barely any advertisements online for it. And it's just, like, it's a chill thing that everyone knows. And they're not doing any, like, crazy weird things that are like the the company isn't exploiting the player base but they've still made millions and billions of dollars off of the game but they mojang sold minecraft to uh microsoft and they put microtransactions in for the xbox and the phone so even the best things can be tarnished by ignorance and and like selfishness like, you could have a beautiful game like Minecraft and just completely ruin it by putting in a, an in-game shop. And then it's useless. Nobody plays it and it fades into nothingness. All I'm really concerned about is sustainability and like keeping things alive for as long as they can stay, right? Because we, we all lose things. We all get used to losing things and watching things pass us by. But we don't like that. We yeah. want things to last. We want things to be able to pro progress, but also last in a good way, you yeah. know? Like, if it's, like, just... Sometimes... Well, humans, they like sameness. They like patterns. They like things that are similar. And that's just how our brains work, right? So, like, if people have things like things that they don't like like oh like you have to pay money for this like no one likes to pay money for things like nobody ever wants to pay money for things exactly. if we can get things for free that's the way we're going and making money also like people like doing jobs of course but like make you have to make the money and then you have to actually work for a certain amount of time like that's also the like that's how you get your products you know you start by working doing all this all these things and then you have to go and spend it. And like, I know for a fact that I spend so much money on just like food and clothes that are probably not even necessary. And like, I don't need. And it's because they like say, I see a clothing piece that I like and I have enough clothes. I have over a hundred shirts, but like, <laughs> but they're not expensive shirts, you know what I mean? So like, and then I see something, I'm like, oh my god, it's on sale, it's like $5, I'm gonna buy it. Like, And then I buy like all these clothes on sale, and then I don't end up wearing, 
I end up not wearing like half of it, you know? And it's like, it's like I'm just wasting my money for something that I think I'm gonna wear and then I don't wear. Yeah, it basically big corporations take advantage of little people and the little people think that they can just be taken advantage of. They think it's the way and they think that that's just how it's gonna be, but it's that's not the truth. We can change things. But, you know, big subjects, big, big topics. Some, uh, some real opinions here. Yeah. But we want to switch up to something less dramatic for the last little portion of the podcast because, you know, you don't want to scare people. Yeah. It's not Halloween anymore. What? Yep. Halloween <sighs> passed. Christmas time, guys. Christmas time. Uh, you know, there's been a lot of talk about baby boomers. Oh, yeah, the it's, baby boomers. It's some kind of strange trend but i think it all originated from uh this one guy on twitter he replied to this whole like theory that someone wrote saying okay boomer and everyone <laughs> thought it was hilarious and it exploded all over the internet the baby boomer trend was born and it's more than just a trend it's a real thing uh baby boomers are people born between 1942 and 1967, I think. I don't have any notes about it. I just, I'm going off of memory. <laughs> but they, the idea is that they ruined the world for us millennials to deal with. They, they created corporations. They created problems that we have to deal with. They, they turn into a bunch of alcoholic, irresponsible dickwads. <laughs> but... I mean, they are us, in a sense. Like, we're millennials, we're not very different from these people, and, like, come on, like, they're... Baby boomers are basically millennials' grandparents. But the funny thing is, we consider ourselves millennials, but we're really Gen Z. Yeah, well, I mean, m millennials and Gen Z mix together pretty well. Yeah, it's like... <laughs> it, the, the lines blur. Gen wait... Janelli. <laughs> what? <laughs> like, Zanelli. Z <laughs> Millennials and then Zillennials. Zillennials? Yeah, there should be a Zillennial. Like an in between? Yeah. <laughs> it, it would work out, you know? Um, <laughs> I think they like to separate them because. They want to say, uh, these people did this, and these people did this, and these people are going to do this. Yeah, like, they really did mess up the world, though. The world was really nice. Don't, don't you want to be like your grandparents sometimes, though? Like, you see, you see how they live their life, and you're like, oh, I want a nice life like that. Yeah, like, one day I want to just be able to just chill and not have to worry about anything. Well, that's too bad! You gotta work until you die in this world. Corporation filled, you are a cog in the machine. Dun, dun, dun. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> you know yeah. what my grandma did? What? This is a hilarious story about baby boomers. My grandma was born in 1949, mm -hmm. and she wanted to become a nurse. So she went to nursing school. She did dance, she did ballet, and she eventually became a nurse. She was a nurse for five years until she met her husband, who was a surgeon. When she got married to this surgeon, she retired at the age of 35. Oh, wow. Well, that's a good thing about uh, going into jobs like, sur like surgeon and like anything medical, pretty much. You can literally retire so early because you get a lot of money. And you'll be done with it. Like, you don't see any old people in, like, hospitals and stuff. Because... You certainly do. Well, yeah, but, like, working there. Yeah? Really? Tons. Oh, yeah. There, my, my grandpa just retired, and he is 70. He decided to retire at 70 because, you know, he wanted to do his job. He wanted to work and help people. But what I'm saying is that there was no effort on the nurse's behalf. She she went and got the job and got married to somebody who had the same career as her, but slightly <laughs> more money in it because it was a man. And 
She was able to retire at 30 and live out the rest of her life without working a single day after that. Wow. No, That's awesome. like she had she had grandchildren, she did all these trips. She essentially secured the most perfect lifestyle for herself because she married someone rich. And that ideology was made since the dawn of time. What what they do is they tell us that we need to marry rich people and and try and expand our our portfolio. They tell us what to do. They they try to say that they know the best ways, but honestly, in my opinion, marrying a rich person and using their money for the rest of your life is not a good method to live your life. It's not. <laughs> like, wait, it, like when you marry someone, it shouldn't be just because they're rich. It should be because like you truly love them and you want to like spend the rest of your life with them. You know? Exactly. Like, it shouldn't be. Well, that's what they did. I mean, I, I'm just saying about the work ethic. Like, That's true. Like, wouldn't you want to do a career that you want? It's yeah. not about money. It's it's about, it's about enjoying your because life. Because you don't want to be working a desk job that makes you 40 bucks an hour, but you're sitting there hunching your back over crying yeah. about your wife cheating on you at home and your dog just died. It's just, it's not, it's not a desirable lifestyle it's for me. Not. Yeah, like, jobs, like, they also, exp like, there's new jobs, like, every day. Like, not every day, but, like, every year there's going to be a new jobs, like, expanding new things, like, coming out because we need to solve certain problems in the world and stuff, you know? Yeah. So, it's really interesting because, like, you could go in, like, to school thinking, hey, I want to do this job or, like, I want to do this job and then a new job comes and then you're like, whoa, that's the job for me. Yeah. And then you go into it and then you go into this new job that has just been created and you're getting paid like a good amount of money you know and you love it exactly yeah so like it's it's good but it's also bad because like as new jobs come old jobs like disappear disappear yeah like before there used to be a lot of like jobs for people with signs like you would see people with yeah, signs sign spinning and yeah stuff. on yeah. the street like There's everywhere still you, there still is but it's like dying more you know yeah i mean they get robots to do it now and they get signs to hold signs yeah <laughs> like they actually just do advertising online and all that stuff and it's just like a lot of jobs just like disappear well, you know, there was a lot of newspaper companies and paper companies that would just buy tons of wood and lumber and convert it into paper and print on it and stuff. That was a huge industry, massive, about 20 years ago. It completely died out. Every single company that relied on paper ended up going bankrupt in the Great Recession. And now, now we see very little paper jobs you can't go into a print shop get a good job because those places used to employ hundreds of people but since yeah. they all got shut down people are having to go to tech jobs and computer-based jobs and and there's just very little understanding of them so you know like it, it, i find it unfair for baby boomers to even compare us like the other people yeah they they, they think they have very strong opinions but they base it off of their own perception of the world. And so do we, obviously. But the world has changed and we've witnessed this change. They've witnessed the change in a different way. They've, they've kind of wanted to grow closer to the things that they're used to. And we, we want to be progressive and move towards things that actually make a difference in the world. Yeah, like baby boomers, they pretty much lived in life. They say that it was fun. But was it really? Because there was a lot of wars going on when the baby boomers were alive. And there was a lot of people going from, like, they were pretty much forming the countries when baby boomers were alive. Yeah, they were laying down the groundwork for what this place is, would, would eventually be. So I guess they can take all the credit. Screw it. They're allowed. <laughs> <laughs> but, but, you know, I think that... It's kind of rude to just say, okay, boomer, if someone has an opinion, because they might not be even be a baby boomer. They might be Gen Z, 
and they might have their own opinion, but, you know, it's, I find it hard to listen to all of these different people's opinions and kind of, like, make my own real solid opinion out of it all, because there's people who don't know what they're talking about, and that could be me, uh, but, yeah, so, it's a confusing topic to discuss, nonetheless. Yeah. And, <laughs> yeah, it's pretty confusing. It's a whack. We also wanted to talk about a couple of more things, but there isn't a lot of time, so we'll get through the, the last three things real quick here. So, titles and labels, they mean nothing. Um, a lot of people like to be like, oh, I'm bi, I'm, I'm gay, oh, I'm trans, but really, that doesn't matter. Who cares? I only care if a person is a good person. That's that's me, man. I mean, like, there's some, there's some really horrible gay people in the world. Really f- fucking terrible people. Exactly, and there's and horrible they, there's, straight people. Yeah, everybody's like, bad. Everybody's good. And like, why do they? Like, it shouldn't really matter too much. It has like, no relevance. Yeah, like I know they're trying to like hype it up, hype things up sometimes, and like, but it's like yeah, now be, it's be positive about being. A demi whatever, like like <laughs> what? Nowadays, it's like everyone gets it, everyone knows about it, and like, like we respect you as humans, like because everyone's human, everyone's the same, right? Like yeah, and all these titles and labels, yes, you could like, I guess you're just trying to distinguish yourself as something better than what you are. Yeah, and you're just human, like everybody else. Yeah, you know, <laughs> it's, it, it's like. Like it, labels shouldn't matter. Titles, labels. Labels shouldn't even be a thing. Exactly. Your name should be enough. And I mean, if you don't like your name, fuck it. You can change it when you're 18. Like you can change everything about yourself, but don't make it such a a topic, a conversation. Nobody wants to hear about your sexual preferences when you're discussing trees or something, right? It's just unnecessary, and it it's a little selfish. Not gonna lie. I mean, we're, we're not just trying to solve the world's problems, we're just trying to comprehend the world's problems. I mean, if you, like, say if you, if you care and you mention it once or something, you know, like, like a casual thing, like, hey. Yeah, just know, like a fact, you know. You know, yeah, like, it's like oh, it, yeah, it'll I'm, be I'm fine. Gay, you know, and then that's just acknowledged. Exactly. It doesn't have to be a whole confusing debate. And people can be gay without even realizing it and there's like you you should make it a big deal that's all you have to say just just say what you are and be truthful with yourself you don't have to make it something for other people if you're so concerned about what your identity is make it about your identity and not about what your identity means to other people exactly make it about what you think you are, who you think you are, and, you know, like, say things you like. Like, that makes up things that are part of your identity. Like, say, oh, I like going to ski, or I like watching Disney movies. Like, you know, that's part of my identity. Yeah. But it's who you are. Exactly. It makes your personality. Your personality reflects what you do, not who you are. You... You are who you are, and you are what you do. That's all that it is. It's not like you're something else that matters outside of this world. We're all just people, and we're all living our lives. Exactly. Like, you like who you like, and it's fine. Just, you don't have to, like, you know, like, make it a big thing, you make know? Make it a huge deal. Like, oh, you you need to have, like, a hundred people there just so you can come out about something. Like, there's Like the poppy. Hundreds of thousands of people coming out every year and it's becoming less of a big deal every year because nobody actually cares about who you want to smash. It's just, it's just personal preference. Exactly. Anyways, fact of the day! So, fun fact. Um, giraffes, they sleep standing, they give birth standing, and they're pretty much standing pretty much their whole lives. They also clean their ears with their tongue. And that's why it's so long. Oh, God. I couldn't stand that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you have a factor? Um, 
there's uh, there's this creature in the ocean called a cuttlefish, and they're rainbow, and they can see up to 70 spectrums of light, and they kill their prey by punching them with a force of a semi-truck. I think that's right. Oh, that's pretty cool. It's very close. I mean, you wouldn't <laughs> want to encounter one in the water. That's why I'm afraid of the ocean. <laughs> uh, just at the end of the podcast here, I, I am a tree guy. That's why my name is Franklin Forrest. And I'm going to get into conservation, taking care of uh, the natural areas in BC. So with this podcast, I hope to get the word out a little bit about... Uh, about some really serious topics and issues in this world and hopefully use uh, use this platform as sort of a, a preaching ground for Mariposa and I to get our thoughts out there. Yep. About, cause like there's a lot of like global warming and all that stuff nowadays and you know, the boomers left that for us <laughs> and now we yeah, gotta they, fix it. they just it. farted into the air and set us on fire and yeah. they said, good night boys. They poured their brandy on that and they just left to go to bed at nine o'clock. And now we gotta <laughs> fix all this. Yeah. Make the world better. That's my job. I am a scientist and I will enlighten y'all on the facts of this beautiful country that we live in. And that, I guess is it yeah i hope you enjoyed the very first podcast we recorded with what do we want tree no what do we want planes when do we want them (laughs) (laughs) that was the joke of the day hope y'all enjoyed hope you guys enjoyed this podcast and hope to listen into some cool topics that are coming up very soon and yeah Now just enjoy this jazz riff as we play out the rest of the night. Good night, everybody. Have sweet dreams. Goodbye.